Do you want to discover more joy, peace, and freedom with food exercise in your body? Here we bring a compassionate, holistic, and sustainable approach to fitness so you can fully enjoy the life you want and express your unique self with the world. I'm Michelle Roscoe, and I want to help you find fitness freedom. I'm so glad you're here. In December, 10% of my business proceeds will go to the Sexual Violence Resource Center. And today I'm going to talk about consent and how it relates to your fitness, why it might be the only thing that matters for your fitness. Statistics show that over half of women and almost one in three men have experienced sexual violence involving physical contact during their lifetimes. And one in four women and about one in 26 men have experienced completed or attempted rape. And I think personally that those statistics err on the low side. And I'm going to show you why I believe that. So I grew up in a traditional religious home. We were associated with fundamental Baptists, fundamental Bible believing, missionary supporting, KJV, believing Baptists. And in my world, we followed the Bible as God's word. We only read the King James Version, and I grew up hearing that God created women for men. Eve was created for Adam. And women are to submit to men as the voice of God in their homes. Men are the leaders. Women are the followers. They are to submit. That's the order. That's the way God created it. We were told we were equal, just different. <laughs> and as a queer little tomboy girl, I was often told to be more ladylike, that girls need to be proper and well-behaved. I saw that boys got to be wild and messy without consequence because boys will be boys, quote unquote, while I got spanked if my stockings got muddy or when I wouldn't sit still. I could see that women did most of the work and that men still had the power. My little eyes saw that it was so unfair. It made me angry. I don't identify as trans. I'm not a man. I grew up in a biological woman's body and that's how I identify. But as a kid, I wanted to be a boy because I wanted to be able to pee standing up. I wanted to be able to wear pants. I wanted to be able to be rowdy and for it to be okay. And I wanted to have as much power as men did. That did not work. <laughs> I was told I was too much as I was. I saw shame in adults' eyes when I asked for a Hot Wheels car over a Barbie doll for my Happy Meal. I saw that the systems overpowered women in favor of men. As I got older, I lost my fight. I got tired. I saw there was no winning. And unconsciously, somewhere along the line, I decided to conform. So as a teenager, as I got older, I lost myself in rules. I followed my world's rules to the T. In fact, recently I was going through old boxes and found this, a word, a plaque that I got literally uh, in college for being a good Christian woman. <laughs> oh my. I thought that I could be accepted if I followed the rules. I could get approval, not for being myself, but for being good. So I did. I was good. I wanted so badly to disappear and lose myself 
that disappearing became my obsession. I would become as small as possible over time. I would assuage the guilt I felt for simply being me, a quote unquote sinner, being wrong by eating clean and exercising hard. I would atone for any sin by being so good with my body. I literally made myself as small as I could. And that led to me being diagnosed with an eating disorder, anorexia nervosa, which if you listen to my podcast, you are aware of. As I got older and turned towards recovery, I realized that sexism also existed beyond the world I grew up in. It was worse in my world in some ways, yes, but out in the world, it was pretty much the same, just a little more subtle. Sometimes acknowledged, but not really taken action on because systems of oppression thrive on keeping the victims oppressed and quiet. So when I entered the quote unquote real world after my three and a half years in a strict, very small Bible college, the young, open, adventurous part of me started to reappear. I was eating more, I was excited about my future, I was done with college, and I was on my own. I wanted to try and experience everything, and I did, and I love that part of me. But I was naive and new to the quote-unquote real world, having been homeschooled my entire life and having grown up in military communities and uh, being homeschooled. And with no, absolutely no blame on myself, I got into situations that led to my being sexually assaulted. Not just once by one man, but more than once by two men. Of course, at the time, I thought it was all my fault and I felt immense shame that it happened. Now I know I did absolutely nothing wrong and shame on those men for doing what they did. Um, I've, I can see as I'm sharing with you now, I've fought throughout my life to simply be myself through expressing my tomboyishness as a kid wearing my hair short and playing with boy toys and being messy and being bold in that and being strong as a girl to being a multicultural kid growing up in the deep south to rediscovering my body after years of torturing it to coming out in a world where I knew I was going to be rejected to marrying a woman out of love, to starting my own business and to sharing my story here right now as you're listening to it. I've fought throughout my whole life to simply be myself. And resistance builds strength in our physical bodies and mentally and emotionally. It can be tiring, yes, but I can look back and see how strong I am, how much I've been through and how throughout all these years I've still held true to myself. And I share all of this with you to tell you that consent and sexism and your body relates heavily, heavily, heavily to your health and fitness. It could even be the only thing that is missing in your fitness to make it go from struggling to thriving, especially if you are a woman or are femme adjacent, you live in the world as a woman. So here's the thing about consent, and then I'll get into the relation between consent and fitness. It only exists with a 100% enthusiastic yes. We women are told directly or subtly 
religious or non-religious, that our bodies to some degree exist for men's pleasure or to make babies. That's why um, straight men are both fascinated and uh, intimidated by lesbian women. I was once told that me and my partner, my ex-partner being together was a waste by a man. Case in point. We are valued, we women are valued on the level of our attractiveness to others, specifically men. We are told that we are expected to, quote, give it up or have sex in relationships, dating or marriage, even if we don't really want to. We're told that it's selfish to have pleasure just for the sake of having pleasure, even though uh, our clitorises are um, the only organs in the body that exist solely for pleasure. They have, I think almost 10 times more nerve endings in it than um, male genitalia. Uh, So case in point there, we are told that something is wrong with us if we don't want sex or something is wrong with us if we want it too much. We're told that our bodies are not our own directly or indirectly. So in words with sex I'm talking about, we may say yes We may go along with it, but in context, if we look at the bigger picture of where we women are in this system and how we are treated and how we are seen, it's not a full 100% enthusiastic yes, because we feel pressure. They took us out to eat. We're married. They have power. It will be a lot harder if we say no. But unless it's a full 100% enthusiastic yes, it's a full no. If you say yes in a context of feeling like you should, or there's pressure, even if you say it with your words, it's not full consent. Consent is only consent when it's full consent. Consent is consent, and it matters. It matters because no one is entitled to have your body. No one ever, no matter their relationship to you, is entitled to have sex with you or to say what you do with your body. It's something only you get to decide to share or not. And I admit regretfully, honestly, truthfully, that I have been entitled in past relationships with sex. And it's one of the things I'm most regretful about. And it took those experiences uh, the hard way to undo so much of the programming and ideas I had around sex. And I'm still learning, but I know that I get to choose what I want with my body and everyone gets to choose what they want with their body. When it's a 100% yes, You'll know because it's joyful, exciting, and pleasurable. You're free to share your needs and your boundaries. But when it's less than full consent, it's objectifying. It feels like a chore. It feels icky. You feel like you're being used. You feel like you can't say or do what you really want. And you might even put up with it just to get it done. I know I have. And this is where we get into fitness. That's consent around sex. And this is where we get into fitness. It's all related. We women especially have so many cultural, societal, relational, religious pressures around our bodies. We're told to look beautiful, be thin, have a big booty, be strong, stay active, please our partners, take care of ourselves, not let ourselves go, age gracefully, buy the creams, wear the sexy clothes, be tight in all the right places, avoid the wrinkles, stay young as long as possible, please others with your body. So when it comes to our health and fitness with our bodies, we hear the shoulds. Like you need to work out and exercise. You need to eat well. You need to take care of your body. Does it feel kind of icky when you're hearing it in this context? Case in point, I'm doing lots of these little case in points here, but you're still listening, aren't you? (laughs) Thank you for listening.
Dad bods get glorified. Post-baby bods for women are to be changed as soon as possible. And dads aren't even the one who are holding the baby. The women are holding the baby and their bodies go through this incredible process of pregnancy and delivery. And they're told we're conditioned to change pre-baby as soon as possible. Um, so we know taking care of our bodies are good for us. And we know we quote unquote should take care of our bodies. We should work out. We should eat well. We should take care of our bodies. But unless you are aware or we are aware of the context of why we're trying to work out, eat better, lose weight, take care of our health. And unless we're aware of the pressure the systemic pressure to say yes to fitness, it is not full consent. Let me say it again. If you are not aware of how societal, systemic, cultural pressure and outside voices, whether they're individual or group or community voices that dictate to you what your body should do or what it should look like, when you are making changes to your body and you're doing it because you should, it is not full consent. To put it in a very crass way, basically fitness can be raping you. So you might start a diet or join the gym and then feel icky and objectified like it's a chore. You might subconsciously feel like you're being used even though it's something that you know you should do or feel like you're buying into some bigger system that does not favor you. You can feel it in your body. When we're trying to change our body composition or improve our health in this context, it's not full consent and it doesn't feel good. Your body knows deep down that it doesn't feel right, just like you know when you're not having fully consensual sex, you don't want it anymore and rightfully so. But, and this is where it gets really bad, just like how often women are blamed for not wanting sex or being prudish or wanting it too much. You blame yourself for not being strong enough, for not having enough willpower, for not being good enough when you feel like you want to stop working out and eating well. And that is so shitty. When you choose willingly with full consent, aware of the context, aware of the social pressures, aware of what's going on in the bigger picture out of sheer desire, so whether that's to change your body com composition or improve your, your eating habits or exercise, be more active, whatever it is, it feels joyful and it feels exciting and it feels pleasurable. Yeah, there will be challenges. It's not going to always be easy, but it's not from this place of gritting your teeth and, and forcing yourself to work out and pushing yourself and straining with all the self-discipline. It feels exciting, it feels empowering, and it feels joyful. So here's my best advice to you, especially if you are a woman or living identified as a woman in this world and you are wanting to make physical changes or lifestyle changes for your health and your fitness whatever that is for you. Do it just for you. Do it just for you. Not to please someone else or because you think you should or someone has t been telling you to or to reach some made up standard of how you should look. Do it just for you. Know why it's important for you. Not anyone else, but you. Your desires, your pleasure, your joy, your life. Do it just for you. Do it with full 
100% enthusiastic consent. And if you don't have that, listen to me, it's okay. You don't have to change. You really, 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 really don't. It's fully your body and it's fully your choice always. Mic drop. If this was helpful for you, please let me know. Share your experiences with me. You can rate the podcast if you liked it. You can DM me on Instagram. Find me at Michelle and Roscoe. You'll see me. Um, it, my name is Coach Michelle. You can email me, Michelle at mlroscoe.com. I have the links in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. And if, and I'm saying this from a place of offering, you are free to say no, like everything. It's your choice. If you would love to be in a safe place, fully consensual place to practice healthy habits and grow in your fitness over time from an enthusiastic yes, then I'm inviting you to join the Healthy Heroes. It's a community and space to learn more about your body, about exercise, about food, to practice compassion for yourself, to practice knowing your own worth and power, not just in your head, but in really daily showing up for yourself and to connect with others and to get coaching from me. So if you would like to join, there's a link in the show notes. There's also going to be a little preview for it after this that you can stick around and listen to. Um, But thank you so much for listening to this. I will say that from January, just a heads up, I'm going to be taking a vacation. I may or may not post podcasts during then. I intend on taking a a little break and I'll be back uh, probably early in the new year. Um, But thank you so much for listening. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this and have a wonderful day, fully consensually. Do you wanna get the happy, healthy life that you want, you really want? in a compassionate, sustainable, and holistic way without the pain or strain, even if you've tried everything and it hasn't worked or you're a complete fitness noob, become the hero of your own body, health, and life by joining the Healthy Heroes. It's the most sustainably effective, enjoyable, and comprehensive fitness community to help you live your healthiest life and enjoy your fittest body without having to diet, punish yourself, restrict your food, or strain in pain. You can join as soon as today by clicking the link in the show notes. Let's become the hero of your own health so that you can enjoy your life to the fullest and express your unique self with the world.